1: It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off-limit for these potty mouthed foul mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and earl warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hello, darling. Hello, Laura. How are you? Well... 13 years ago today, I was Ooh. getting ready to marry Stephen Aww.
2: for wedding anniversary. It's your
1: wedding anniversary. That's sweet. What did you do for it? Or are you doing anything for it? Any special uh, well, celebration? Saturday, we went out. We went out for sushi. We yeah. actually we had an argument, so that was beautiful. <laughs> I stormed out. Classic.
0: But yeah, oh my so God, you
1: stormed out. Oh yeah, I mean, I left the house. Like, and I, oh. I, but I knew if I didn't leave the house, it was just going to be a, a raging argument. Yeah. And I knew I needed to go to the range. And I thought, well, two birds, one <laughs> stone. Um, <laughs> Let's go do
2: some angry homeware shopping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, we dropped the kids off in the day, like you know, it's just unheard of. And right, I'm I not kidding day when I uh, okay, no, actually, it's not been a year. October was the last time we had any kind of time away from our children. Okay. And that's, that's a minute, isn't it? It's been a while. Yeah, that's October's a while. It's quite that is a long while. time. And so we dropped the kids off, and I think Steve's in a mood. He's a bit huffy puffy. He's just like, you know, slopping around the house. And I just thought, you fucking cunt. <laughs> the one time <laughs> yeah. when we don't have the children and you're behaving like this. And I went, are you in the mood? He's like, I'm not in the mood I was like, well, you feel like It's like you are in a mood And I don't want to fuck it And I was like, what? where should we go out for dinner tonight then? He's like, I don't know Oh you know, like God. Just real like And I thought, don't fucking gaslight me Into making out as if I am the one that's the issue And you're not So I got up and walked out And then I went to the range Bought some bits Came home And he, as soon as I walked through the door He went, I'm not in the mood I was like, well, you definitely seem like you're in a mood <laughs> And then we had sex, <laughs> so that was good. That's and then good. We went out, and then we went out for dinner, and it was and very nice. Home, to and then we still had to put our children to bed. I know we, was, we just we up. just had this discussion <laughs> before we uh,
2: started recording that we both I had a day date last week, and uh, mm. Laura just had hers. And how fucking disappointing it is to have a yeah. date and then come home and
1: have to put the fucking kids to bed. What an outrage! Just <laughs> ruins the vibes. Well, uh, as I said. One one child had been put to bed uh, It took my dad 45 minutes <laughs> Of him constantly saying But I want mummy But I want mummy I want mummy to come home But I miss mummy I want mummy And dad eventually 45 minutes after reading I don't know 14 stories And doing 19 fist pumps And you know hugs and kisses And so on and so forth um, and using his worry monster as well You know, like the, the full 45 minute works And dad came downstairs He got his ass in the chair And Toby very quickly followed behind him And went, I can't get to sleep <laughs> <laughs> And so they were 45 like "Forty-five minutes well, spent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked really well Okay, stay downstairs So, I mean, I love the fact that our children love us Or, you know I have one Velcro child Are obsessed, are obsessed I would say Yeah it's hard, it's
2: hard work having a
1: needy child Elliot's kind of reaching an age where the obsession is uh, pittering out And you know sometimes I think to myself Is it just because I'm such a shit mum that they're terrified I don't want to walk out and leave <laughs> them Or is it because I'm an exceptional mum that I, I mean I don't know, I don't think I want to know the answer to that Some people might say one or some people might say the other I mean, who knows? Exactly. It just all depends on perspective. It just depends on and all depends on how much someone hates you, doesn't it? I would say well attached, so attached, so attached that yeah. Have you heard of the book uh, The Invisible String? No. So uh, I'll say this to anybody who has children that have um, strong attachments to their parents like any mums out there that like oh my god my child doesn't want to leave me alone it's a really beautiful book and it's basically um explaining how no matter where we are in the world no matter where we go in life we will always have this string that goes from my heart to their heart and I've read it to him a few times and it's oh right is it like a children's book it's an attack yeah and it's just about like safe attachment. so like when I go
0: he I'm knows that i'm
1: still there yeah. and all he has to do is tug on the invisible string yeah. and i'll feel it and vice versa so um it's a really yeah, i'd highly recommend it you can get it on amazon the invisible string when when we did our sleep school our intense sleep school with Edith, mm. the
2: one that actually worked um we had to help her to understand the concept of us leaving, but us always coming back, so we could yeah. leave the room without her That's going really back shit crazy. That age, it's as really well. hard. But this is a really good trick. So we did this. I mean, this this sleep school is intense. If anyone ever has a child that doesn't sleep, I would really recommend it. It's quite expensive, but it's called Batel, and um yeah, it's guaranteed success. It's guaranteed. It? Two weeks, you get two weeks, it's guaranteed success, or you get your money back. Um, incredible. And I was at my absolute wit's end. It was, it was real. Remember last year when I was having a weekly yeah. breakdown on the podcast you know, about the yeah, fact my child did not it. sleep? Multiple
1: times. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go back there.
2: But this, this cured her, and uh, we are now what seven cured months? Cured of her ailments. Cured her of her bellendery at bedtime. Well, not really, because she's. You're not quite be. a year,
1: are you? No, it was, no, like- was in
2: Christmas. It was the end of Christmas yeah. we did it. So, um, yeah, we started it on like the 27th of December or some weird date like that but uh, we've been going strong with it and uh, you know, it's all works that it's, it's it's a really kind of like tight sort of format of how you, how you do it. Um, And it works treat, but part of it was uh, you had to, we had to make a little train track that went from her bed to a point in the room. And then we played with the train. And so the train goes along to the point and it's there. And then you basically extended the train track out her room until it went under the door
0: outside
2: no. on the other side of the door so when you close the door I said see look it still goes out there but it's still the end point is still that's outside so clever. The and then you just kind of you know transferred that concept to when mommy goes she's like the train on the train track but she's only going to go to that point she's going to be right there and then she comes back and it really fucking worked that's why that school was so brilliant because there was so yeah. much psychological stuff in it um, yeah. and a lot of explanation to the child of like What's going on And building their trust back in, in the sleep process And all that shit I fucking highly recommend it mate And it wasn't an ad It's not a paid thing Or anything like that To no. get a freebie I paid for it And um, it is absolutely amazing Especially if you've got A difficult child who <laughs> um, Every other sleep consultant Has told you uh, Yeah your kid's The
1: hardest killer i <laughs> She's just highly strung She's, mate, mate, she's, she's built for success That's what that girl is I know she really is She's I uh, can I tell you something very quickly That I've noticed about myself Which I must stop doing Because oh, yeah. I, it's creating I, it, I believe a self pet peeve Right Is that when I'm listening to someone And I'm so intently listening I'm verbalising exactly what's going on in my head And I'm going, hmm, yeah But no, well, without actually saying it No, I am fucking saying it oh, mate. Right. If you listen back, I'm constantly going, yeah Hmm, hmm and it's mm. like, oh my god, we'll just mm. keep it in your fucking head. Mm. I don't hear that when I'm editing. Oh the mate, podcast. you'll hear you you'll not not hear it now.
2: Sometimes You're I gonna... have to take out the ums from both of us. Because I'm like, wow, we are so um heavy. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you you
1: might have to take out some of my um. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Why mm. can't I keep it in my head? Because you're a sharer it's, An oversharer. I, I think it's because like I, I think deep down I want you to know That I'm really invested In what you're saying Yeah And so I'm going Yeah mm. Mm. And mm-hmm. that I'm not just sitting there Silently dead On the other <laughs> line Which is what I used to do So it's like my, I can't find a happy medium I need to find a happy medium Where I can just go Laura it's fine just Good. Let the bitch speak And you don't have to go mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it I No enjoy I think it, it is I, I enjoy think it's ums. too much therapy Because that's what yeah, my therapist maybe. does Oh really does...
2: Mm. Sometimes like, when I'm listening to someone I'm thinking Oh my fucking god This is so boring I just have to throw in an um Just to make them feel oh, better Oh mate that's about not how how why I, I do my
1: ums <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Mm. Yeah. It's because mm. I'm genuine mm. I'm genuinely so invested mm. I'm such a right <laughs> before we go any further and let's move on from items. Yeah. Um, can we both just say what a massive outpouring, huge response we've had from talking about abortion last week? Oh yes, we all have. have had all, po- all positive.
2: All we've positive. had so many emails, so many messages, just just basically echoing. Yeah. A very similar experience to the lady that wrote in Yeah. Um, of being in a situation where, um, you know, it's not like that whole, oh, I had a one night stand and I'm pregnant. I think that's what a lot of people think abortion mm. is oh, it for. What, what? You did it again. You did, you did it again. <laughs> did it again. Mm.
1: I'm going to fucking button my lip.
2: <laughs> um, but actually... It feels especially from our listeners, maybe because that's the demographic that listen to us is like a lot of mums, but there's a lot of women out there that have chosen to have an abortion whilst in a very stable relationship with other kids. Um, and having that extra additional child just is not an option. But they've never shared that with anybody. That was kind of the thing that I took from it. Um, and that just being able to talk about it and hearing us talk about it was really helpful and comforting. To you beautiful slags out there So really glad that we talked about it
1: Yeah I am as well And I think you know We were both a little bit nervous About the discussion of it Because it's such a taboo subject And I guess that just goes to show How how tricky it is As two women who are very confident In our choices and, and women's rights Even we were Oh god yeah You know we don't yeah. want to We don't want to start a war And even like your reluctance To very bravely talk about your experience And you know The fact that that's kind of been met With a united Oh fucking hell I'm so pleased you've talked about this Because nobody's talking about it mm. Just goes to show it, It's another issue of um, female female health uh, yeah. Women's health It's hugely lacking in conversation Because it is always the assumption that it's just that, you know, and I'm, I'm going to typecast what would what society would say is, oh, it's the slag that went out and got pregnant and just had a one-night stand. It's just, it's no one's goddamn fucking business what someone is choosing to do with their body. Yeah. Um, and I know of a lot of men, I, and I really do know of a lot of men who have found out that their partners are pregnant and they've walked away and yeah. left. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Now why is why is that not a more heavily discussed subject? Why yeah. is that okay? Why is yeah. that not challenged? It's not.
2: Yeah. And
1: then it's almost like standard protocol of just the single mum that brings up the child. There's no there's never any challenge of that discussion, no. is there, of the men that do fuck off? And I'm yeah. not I'm not saying it all men, I'm just saying some. <laughs> just like it's only a very small proportion Of women that have a one night stand And then go on to have an abortion yeah. It's just some, not all I,
2: um, I've just absolutely got the rage about men All the time these days I just oh, don't see the point of man. men anymore. I
1: don't Are see you... the point of them
2: I don't After even even watching, watching the latest series of
1: Handmaid's Tale I can tell oh, yeah. you now <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> It makes me so angry I feel so outraged all the time At just how, the injustice of being yeah. a woman Especially being a mum though, like, I really feel like you, I, I had this complete misguided idea that there was equality between the sexes before I had children. In some capacity, obviously, you know, this massively glaring obvious ones that are hugely different, but I did sort of feel like, no, you know, me and my
1: partner, we kind of equal no we are not We are not I mean, Even da- even outside of like the things you can control So you know Being in a relationship with a partner Who uh, who respects you And treats you as an equal Outside of that as a career He will naturally be paid more than you So yeah. automatically you're on the wrong footing Because yeah. that's that's not equality Yeah, not The way that he's respected He's in society <laughs> <laughs> The way that he's respected within society The fact oh, I, yeah, know, I know I know go on about it The fact that he can walk down the, t- the street If he wished With his top off yeah. And not have any fear of rape or abuse Yeah. Again But you know
2: what I, I, Like those, Obviously those things make me angry But I feel like it's the smaller things In the family life That make me more angry that, that's the stuff Because obviously That's what affects me Day in day out But it, yeah. it just fucks me off It fucks me off Even doing the school run I get angry I'm like Look at the people Dropping their kids off Women yeah. Where are the dads there's, there's like There may be I don't I'm know I'm going to say 10 Yeah Like if that Yeah And that's pick up And drop off Right yeah. Any Anything that you go to Even a lot around Like when we go to Like a lot of kids parties It's the fucking mums Taking the kids mm-hmm. to parties And it just fills me with such rage because I know from just being a mum all the stuff that I'm picking up, that mental load of having to remember every fucking thing day in, day out. It just makes me so angry. (laughs) I've been getting so angry about it because
1: we have no choice and we will just keep doing it because Mm -hmm. we have to. And also because like it's not even I think it is down to having to but it's also down to like the the annoyance of loving your children that you do want what's best for them and so you go for fuck's sake like I've got to do this because no one else is going to fucking do it and you know even down to the, the injustice of when a man is ill yeah. I don't know, maybe it's different for you Maybe there will be women out there that will go Oh no, it's not like that for me But when Steve is ill, which by the way is far more frequent than me yeah. He gets to fuck off to bed and mm. spend three, four days Getting over whatever the fuck it is, a snotty nose Yeah. When I'm ill, I, like the other day, I had the worst migraine And it's my fault because I'm so stubborn and I'm like No, I can do this, which is you know, no benefit to me I had a migraine I still went and did PT Don't know yeah. why I did that yeah. Then I went to Lidl And I'm walking around Lidl with Steve And I'm like mm. And he's like Laura you need to go- What the fuck <laughs> Please let me sick I was like no it's fine I've got to get the shopping Why? Why yeah. do I have to fucking do that? Why do I have to be this big person Of like complete fucking stubbornness Of like no I will do it I Because must that's do what we've
2: been told That we have to do Fucking
1: patriarchy Oh, God, this is a right old rant, isn't it? I oh, know, mate, we need to move oh, on Oh, bloody
2: hell Do you think we should read out a couple of the um, I emails? I think so, yeah, yeah definitely you, you go, darling All right, so I'll try and This is quite a long one um, Just one of the emails that we received RE, abortion um, So I'll try and paraphrase it So Okay I had to write, having just listened to the, to the tired mum And her story on this week's podcast As well as both of your brilliant responses to it Was listening in the car And had to pull over to have a massive cry
0: Oh. Just
2: like the lady who wrote in, I had an abortion whilst in a relationship. It was five years ago, and I felt so much guilt and shame that I didn't tell my best friends or most of my family. I created an entirely fictitious ectopic pregnancy at work, so I didn't have to explain having time off or explain feeling so fragile after. Fucking hell, I mean that is the extent That's of the shame that yeah. is you know that hangs around us when it comes to abortion. At the time, I had a three-year-old and a six-month-old, who I was still breastfeeding, and an extremely ill now ex-husband who was drinking all our money away through his alcoholism. I was on the pill and didn't notice pregnancy symptoms until I was five months. Fucking hell, that's that is quite far along, isn't it? Because mm. um, I was still carrying baby weight and my periods hadn't even started, so pregnancy was the last thing on my radar. The procedure was horrendous. There were protesters outside the clinic. Oh Jesus Christ! Do you think this is in America? I don't think no, that really that I, doesn't happen here, does or it? Or it could be Ireland. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. To add to the ordeal of the day, fuck those people that go and stand outside their bullshit. I fucking, they are absolute scumbags. Yeah, uh, Because are. uh, uh are. And because I had a bowel issue, the usual painkiller suppositories were not suitable for me. So I had to have far less effective pain relief tablets oh, for the whole fucking oh, That's awful. So that going actually through like a physical trauma like that of it, you know, in five months, that, breaks that's, for not, her. that's not going to be, you know, that's not like having an, an abortion when you've got an eight week old fetus. Like that's full on. Yeah. Um, worse than that was all the shame and guilt. My ex made me feel by reeling out the old cliches, like babies are born with their own bread. What the fuck does that mean? Brain. I still don't really understand what that means. I oh, was in like, they can make their own choices. Yeah, but They can't mate because they're a no. gurgling slug for like a year So shut up <laughs> <A> gurgling <laughs> slug <laughs> And as long as they have love They'll have everything they need Oh whatever As love. long as they have love they'll have everything
1: they and, need. and by the sounds of it I might be paraphrasing here So excuse me It doesn't sound like he was actually providing a lot of huge amounts of support no, Or love uh, To or any of them.
2: Yeah. Whilst all the while still drinking himself Into either great oblivion And blaming it on the trauma My choice has caused It was just unbearable And did become a big catalyst in our breakup One of the only good things To come out of this situation I guess what has struck me is that even five years on, having had time to process the fact that it would have been a horrendous time and situation to have a baby in and giving myself the forgiveness I shouldn't even need to give, I still keep this a secret. Oh, God. Even though on paper it's obvious I made the right choice, I have barely told anyone what I did because of the terrible shame and failure and cruelty somehow my brain associates to the act of what I did. This is all clearly down to the judgment society places on abortion. I know it was the right choice, but it was... And it was my choice, but somehow I still feel locked about talking about it. So I guess I just wanted to say a massive thank you to the tired mum and she both for opening up the conversation. You're so right. Talking about it is crucial for all women and we need to break the silence. Thanks so much for being so fucking awesome.
1: Oh God, my, I want to hug her because I can imagine. And, you know, this is the thing like, like you said last week, abortion seen as the easy option. Yeah. Five years on, she yeah. was stopped in her tracks that she had to pull over and cry. Yeah. Because of how much hurt she carries for what she went through. Yeah. And that just that I wish I could have been with her.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah, no, it is. It, but if, like I said, you know, it was a, uh, a huge psychological ordeal um, mm. dealing with it. And for all the exact reasons that she just said there as well. So the shame and the failure and and definitely also that element of like having been cruel in some way, Yeah, which I don't believe that it
1: is at all. I really don't. Oh God, I find it so tragic and so challenging because how can we ever get to a point where women remove that shame and understand the fact that, there are circumstances, and there are millions of circumstances mm. as to why you you can't go through with a pregnancy.
2: Well, I think it's really difficult as well when you know there's different um, legislation a- across mm. the globe because then it's not that like owns it's
1: women's bodies. Yeah, because it, then
2: it's not like a, a unified um, not like, not opinion, but or maybe it is an opinion. Yeah, it's it's not unified, is it? Nice no. because. By having a law that says that a woman doesn't have a right to access an abortion,
1: yeah.
2: um, then you're you you are creating shame around it, aren't, aren't you? you? So that's difficult. Who's to blame?
1: Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move on. Too much rage. I think we might even need to cut some of this because we're so angry at men. I'm going to go off of this. I'm going to say to Steve, you are such a cunt. Oh God.
2: Are you a mum who loves to tickle her bean, but you're looking for something extra to titillate your eyeballs and your undercrackers? Well, stop right there, you horny mare, because Cheeks might be the answer. Cheeks is a subscription-based sexual wellness platform, and every member gets access to authentic adult films and tutorials erotic audio stories expert-led workshops on sexual wellness and
1: a taboo breaking magazine cheeks is a stigma-free female-friendly platform with real authentic sex depicted which means plenty of being in action with none of the shame or the ick and with our code noholes 14 you can
2: access cheeks for free for 14 days when you select the annual subscription option
1: you can choose to pay monthly or yearly. If you feel like it's not for you, you can cancel any time during the trial period or switch to the monthly option. Head to getcheeks.com. That's G-E-T-C-H-E-E-X dot com or click the link in the episode description to get your free access.
0: Happy Happy bean flicking! (laughs)
1: So I I've got. Can we move this on to a funny, a funnier, lighter note? Yes, let's do it. Let's let's do it. Okay. I've got a story. It's called Hint of Musk. During my <laughs> late teen pre dildo years, I used to make my own devices to stroke my drop kicked trifle. I've never heard of vagina <laughs> called that before. <laughs> she used to make her own devices. Yeah. Oh. Okay. On this occasion, I put a condom on an impulse can. Do you remember impulse? Oh, do I remember
2: impulse? I can live by of impulse. I fucking do, mate. That was in my bag. What <laughs> what one did you get? I had the lime green one that was like very fruity.
1: Yeah, I think I I loved a fruity number.
2: You had to spray it until you couldn't breathe. That was the rule.
1: Oh, absolutely! You <laughs> had to be drenched in it. You had to use a whole can per per outing. Uh, So um, I put a condom on my impulse can Put in my headphones And went to town When the deed was done I opened my eyes to find My mother had been in my room And placed a cup of tea And a hobnob on my desk (laughs) I was absolutely mortified And funnily enough I moved out of my parents' house Not long after the Hint of Musk incident (laughs) Oh God I think a Hint of Musk Was one of the impulse cans It was, that's right A Hint of Musk it was Jesus I mean if that was me
2: and I was gonna walk in on my child in the act. There's no fucking way I'm leaving the cup of tea and the biscuit.
1: I'll no. just be like, all right, I'll come back later. I genuinely have the fear at ever, ever coming in, encountered with one of my children. <laughs> I think, you with know- With a knob out. With the, yeah. i the impulse I'm just... can up their bum. <laughs> oh yeah. I think, but the thing is, to me, it'd probably be worse for them because I'd sit them down and I'd be like, right, okay. So, what you've done is absolutely normal, but I'm just going to tell you some um, things about how to do this safely. Uh, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> rather than it just being, yeah, oh, you I don't just, need to alert them. That's that's like, no, you know, you that's don't. Saying, You just got to look the I other way. I saw you, way. bitch. You've got to look the other way. And here's a hobnob. <laughs> and here's, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is almost like, I see you. Yeah.
2: It's just kind of no I know worse. what you're doing
1: Isn't it So I'd rather just feign ignorance And what's worse is She was obviously old enough To move out of home So she yeah. was an adult
2: Yeah Oh god Never ever Ever put your headphones in When you're having a wank That's what I would That's, why, well, not that's my That's my life advice That's for sure <laughs> Wherever you are You just never know You never know What's well, I mean, going to happen you, If you're in
1: I don't know what I would Want to listen to That would make me I want know to that's masturbate. what I was thinking What song would you listen to Especially back in the Impulse Can days Yeah What would well, that have been Now that's hits 57 <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it Now that's what I call music you know I mean? Do you remember the now one
2: Yeah of course I had loads of those Yeah Alongside my um, Abstract jazz collection <laughs> I had to buy them To and keep off appearances <laughs> I only only ever bought them So it could pretend That I listened to crazy music (laughs)
1: That that hurts That absolutely hurts my soul I did it I I remember like Lying about the fact There was like a song I can't remember what song it was And there was like The expletive version Oh yeah And people were like Oh I went into um, H&B And they wouldn't let me have it And I was like Well they let me have it they were like, so you've got to be 18 plus. And I was like, yeah, I got it. And they were like, oh, yeah. Where is it then? I was like, it's at home. Hey. <laughs> I didn't even have the, the non-expletive version. <laughs> I had no versions of it. I just lied. And I'm, I'm trying to think like what the songs would have been around then. I'm not sure if it was I Shot the Sheriff. Oh, is is there an expletive version of that? Well, mate
2: I shot the Cuncton Sheriff (laughs) But I did not shoot the bastard deputy I think there's a rapping bit in it, maybe And that was the bit that was expletive The only song that I can think of from that time Because obviously that would have been when we were at school as well Oh, yeah was I'm honey, 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 No, it honey. wasn't that one It was a uh, rap
1: one And I mean, I, I tried I really tried very hard to be a bit into weird. When, You rap. know, like
2: some songs you think Oh, did you? See, I got into hip hop when I was a bit older But um, like that kind of song I can remember being on like, you know, a parents get lost week away And we were, I was probably about 13 and There was a bunch of 13 year olds singing I'm honey, honey, which we all
1: were But it seems a bit inappropriate Yeah, yeah but then I think That's what I think about the Kate Bush song Oh uh, yeah Which I love I love running up that hill
2: Always have done I Can I just tell you something I fucking hate Kate Bush Do you? Oh
1: shut your whiny face Kate It is oh. the most irritating music It's oh, not singing But the thing that makes me laugh about it Is if you She obviously has said That it was talking about relationships And wishing that she could um, change roles Right But if you listen to the lyrics It's about sex Is it? Yeah I can't like, listen to it I, I'm like Turn that like, shit off As soon as I hear it
2: Is it that one that goes The one that's in um, uh, Running up that hill
0: Be yeah. running up that road Yeah that, that one I think that's it Things. Yeah it's
1: in Stranger Things yeah. yeah so like Now there's a whole load Of 11 year olds Running around Singing You know I wish I could swap roles So I could fuck you harder <laughs> The world's gone mad, Laura The world's gone bloody mad <laughs> And it was the same with uh, Harry Styles' Watermelon Sugar High Yeah, that's right And yeah. you know, Elliot, Toby was in year R And his teacher was teaching him a dance that. And I'm like, okay So you're basically teaching my children Interpretive <laughs> dance about how to lick a girl out Fine <laughs> great.
2: 21st century, we'll accept it
1: <laughs> Yeah, we are We are so open to that okay. um,
2: I So think I've you, got another
1: story you, um, you I got asked, another story I saw one in the email about the Lilo Oh, oh! we've got a voice note
2: <gasps> We've got a voice note Oh look, we've got another Aussie here Oh, I love an Aussie um, we're, we're quite big in Australia, aren't yeah, we Yeah, so I think it's our second biggest audience after the UK The Aussies are absolute Filthy fuckers Filthy snakes we They should like of They like our sense of Are you actually having a laugh? Me with my skin? Me I'd be- with my <laughs> I'd Steve as well I'd be burnt to a crisp within about
1: Steve half an hour. Steve wouldn't be burnt. Steve goes brown, but Steve has your hair coloring and he goes is, brown. That's unbelievable. But it's fucking hell. That boy gets sunstroke if he sat next to a candle, mate. Really? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> he has to. We're going, uh, as you know, we're going to Thailand in April. Yeah. And I said to Steve, I am super gluing that fucking hat on your head because if he takes <laughs> it off for even a millisecond, that boy will have diarrhea.
0: Oh
2: God, I'm um, I'm so jealous that you're going on holiday. As you know, my holiday, which I was supposed to be going to Italy oh, next week, I
1: know. Uh, oh, I it's personally so think, sad. Rick. They're cunts.
2: Yeah, they are cunts. The circumstances.
1: I would. I would have called them out and said, "I cannot believe that you are doing." But I understand why. I can't. Can I though? Because I know you can't say the reason. But what cunts? Yeah, I know. I know. But Um, what you've done is such a beautiful thing, Vic. And for those listeners that stupidly aren't following Victoria on Instagram, (laughs) she can't go on a holiday to Italy, so she is gifting it to one of her followers and said, look, this is not an ad. I'm not paid. I fucking paid for this. So yeah. I'm paying for you to go on holiday. If you want to win it. Yeah. So
2: I'm, yeah, I'm so happy that he's gone to someone that's going to just have a brilliant time. I would not necessarily have been able to have a holiday like that and it is gutting and and the company are disgusting. Like, and I, you know what, I will call them out when this yeah. person's had the holiday, and when I am in a position to talk to about to what's talk going about on, because, yeah. but, but I mean, it sounds so convoluted, doesn't it? But it's not my, it's not my thing to share. No, it isn't. So, it's just something
1: I, you're part of.
2: It's, I'm a part of it, but it's not my thing to share, so I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to talk. You about respect. It you are being respectful of other people's wishes, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm so gutted, and you know I haven't I'm had a holiday for you, mate. I haven't had a holiday like a foreign holiday for about mm, three and a half years. I think it's been
1: now. So um, said, next year we're going to go to Italy for like four days, aren't yeah. we, me and you?
2: Next year I'm slagging it up all over the Europe, mate. we're yes.
1: like all over, all over the Europe. Europe, all over the
2: Europe. Me and are going to go away for my fortieth next year. Yes, going to go to Italy. You're going definitely doing a broad holiday with the family. Oh Um, yeah, oh yeah. And you know, with something like that, I just really believe that in the universe, things do happen for a reason. And I, I just do think that it's a good thing to put positivity back into the sphere of existence, in whatever way that looks. Um, And like with that holiday, we couldn't go. So, and and Instagram has changed my life. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like same for you. It's changed my life. It's changed every aspect of my life. My career. It's it's created a completely new career that I never thought was going to happen. And I do feel incredibly grateful for everything that it's brought me. So it, yeah. it just feels like a tiny gesture to put something back. I think that's a the really people, wonderful thing
1: to do, though.
2: Yeah, like to the people that have created this for me. Yeah, i.e. my followers. So yeah, we love, love your flags.
1: Love you all.
2: All right. Okay. Shit. I've just, what am I doing? Um, voice Note Australia. Voice Note. Voice, note. voice Lags.
0: Absolutely love your podcast. I listen to it every week. Can't wait for the next episode. I've introduced my friend to your podcast and her just discussing the Lilo, the Sonus Lilo. Um, and she thought, hmm, sounds bloody good. Better give <laughs> yourself one of them. Off so <laughs> she goes. Oh, so about a week later, you know, how's the sonus going? How's the lilo going? You still loving it? And she's like, yep, yep. Even with the noises that it makes, you know, the... <laughs> you know, all noises, or All the great noises. So anyway, had a bit of a laugh, cackle. I had another catch-up probably a week after that. And I'm like, oh, so how's that sex toy going? Still loving the lilo? She went, oh, well, I've done myself a bit of a injury. <laughs> I said how um she's like oh yeah i've got myself a bit of a friction burn down there it's a bit <laughs> sore and i'm like well uh you using lube with it yeah and she's like oh should i be and i'm like well yeah so my friend has a met, has a little bit of a gentleman friend coming over over the weekend and so she thinks she better get up in the bathroom and whip the old minge out and give her tidy up a bit beastly so off she goes few drinks under the belt, gets the wax out and starts applying the strips and, you know, brave lady, couldn't do it to myself, but, yeah, starts ripping those hairs out. Yep, obviously she's overdone it and she's got the, her actual skin stuck to the wax strip and as she ripped it off, she has ripped off not only hair, my friends, But skin
2: Right two things Yes using the Lilo You've got to use it With lube I've never used it With lube Have you not It's better you is must it? just have a really damp minge then. I do have a. Uh, wow, well, I'm moist. What can I say? <laughs> I'm moist. I suppose. The I'm not time- dry, as
1: Vic would uh, profusely uh, say. I'm. I'm definitely not dry. I'm, I'm very. Definitely I'm, not dry. I'm still. I'm still
2: lubed. Probably the only time that I'd want to use it, anyway, is when I'm ovulating. That's when I'm horny. So yeah,
1: silking all over. Mate, the place. my
2: bloody Monday wank's gone right out the window. Oh, what? I need to I, get back on it. Have I shifted it? No, I just. I just kind of have got out the habit of doing it. And then I thought last week on my birthday, because my birthday was such bloody, like just wet farts, it was shit Wet farts, it, fart. <laughs> it was literally was like, shit <laughs> Oh, okay, with everything else that's going on in my life at the moment, as well, I was like, yay, of course, brilliant <laughs> um, But even though I was suddenly like, oh, I didn't even get to have a little wank on my birthday
1: also, no birthday wanks because my you no birthday were. wanks because so was in a just, bad way. I was in a bad way. A very, very,
2: very bad way. <laughs> I was definitely dry that day.
1: <laughs>
2: dry dryer dry than anyway. sandal in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you no, know, if you use lube, it's better.
1: Oh, I, I might I might dabble. Yeah, I mean, you've got lube. She's got lube. Actually, I don't think I do. Really? No. Oh, I've got lube. <laughs> Lube coming out me. I did have some, mate. but I, I threw it away because it was out of date.
2: Yeah. Does lube go? Well, what happens to oh. out of date lube?
1: I don't know. I think it was one of those things where I was like, I'm just getting rid of everything. Yeah. Other I do than that. obviously the fifteen hundred sex toys under my bed that <laughs> the bug people saw.
2: Um. So yeah, that's a little tip. You don't have to if you if you you know wet as a squid, wet,
1: wetter than a wet squid, as a squid, wetter <laughs> than a squid's lip. <laughs> then you're fine.
2: But <laughs> for us um potentially Perimenopausal perimors- perimer- Pier- per- perimenopause. Per-
1: there's no shame in being perimenopausal.
2: <laughs> there's no shame in be- being as dry as the Sahara Desert. It? It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. <laughs> needing a little <laughs> lubrication. They're a little lubrication. That's why um, we, um, sell yes, we sell it on ww.noholesparpodcast.com. Oh, that was a seamless plug. Wasn't um, it? Um and then waxing when drunk, yeah, not a good idea. Not it's a good not idea I haven't not used gonna... those wax trich Because you know I have my old laser hair removal Didn't
1: I? Well I just don't use them Because it's always ended in disaster for me I've actually managed to give myself a blood blister before
2: Yeah I think psychologically You have to be um, You know in a strong place Yeah self-waxing. and I'm never in a strong
1: place <laughs> I haven't been in a strong place for the last 38 years of my life And I'm only 38 <laughs> uh, Yeah, I I'm just no. I go and see my friend and she waxes it for me
2: yeah, I'm. Um, I, I'm a bit. I've had a bit of regrowth from the old laser removal. I have to say, Laura, I'm a little bit disappointed.
1: Well, I have got, and I've not used it because of one particular fucking horror story. Yeah. I have got this thing that I bought from Amazon, and I saw the reviews of it. And it was amazing, and it is like the laser main... thing. I've got one of them. Yeah, yeah, never used it. No, because I I was like, oh my god I've got this, and someone was like you'll get permanently scarred from that, and I was like oh, oh. my god oh Jesus so I've not used it. But I actually I'm forgot now, I had that. Now that you've told me, I might go back and use it. Yeah, I'm now gonna I'm gonna dabble. I'm uh, basically. Thing. Because I don't, like my bikini line's okay. it oh, can my bikini like... line's wide, mate. It's it's so far outside of my pant line. <laughs> it's like wearing a pair of boxer shorts. It is like wearing a pair of boxer <laughs> shorts. Yeah, and I I hate it. It makes me so paranoid, and I hate. But basically, what you're meant to do is you're meant to shave. Yeah, and, and then, then do you, it, and then you do it, and it's basically stopping the regrowth. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna do it, man. You know, worst case scenario, I'm permanently scarred by it. <laughs> but funny. at least I won't. I won't have hair. So,
2: <laughs> oh, I wish I wasn't so bothered by it, but I really am. Because I've got yeah, like now my hairy armpits are just really soft hairs. So I could just leave them, but then I also stink when I leave them. Like I really stink. I had the worst How BO odd. the other day. You have hairy hairs. I have hairy, <laughs> I have hairy, I have, <laughs> stinky, <laughs> I have stinky hairy armpits. You have smelly hair. Yeah. Like smelly it's like, it, the, the, obviously the sweat clings to the hair, I Wowzers. guess. And then just, you know, just smells like i'm i smell like an onion
1: (laughs) i like it i like it must do smell sweaty no there's a particular kind of sweat on him It's obviously all of his pheromones and i'm like oh i like it i know you said that before it repulses me (sighs) i know but but then there's another kind of sweat that does make me gag yeah and i i I am physically um
0: obtuse to
1: it (laughs) Um, so I've got a story. Hey, Queens. I've got a corker for you guys. A few years ago, before I went to uni, I had a special friend who is invited over for a quick bonk. Oh, I love the word bonk. We should know, oh, it back. Yeah. And on our way, nothing serious on it. Our personalities didn't really match up, but he was a really great lay. Anyway, one weekend, my dad had gone to his girlfriend's house and I was due to go on a night out. But I thought I'd invite my friend over briefly before uh, I went to my mum's to get ready. We were having a great time. I'd shoved a butt plug in him. Oh, this already sounds great. (laughs) I'd shoved a butt plug in him and he was having a great time. Just at the point of no return, this guy is literally about to jizz. I hear a hello at the door. My fucking dad was home (laughs) with his girlfriend, who I did not like. I frantically shouted, "Um, I'm just with a friend. Be out in a minute. Obviously, my dad isn't stupid and knew exactly what was happening. As he tried to leave as fast as he possibly could, my dad then stands and starts talking to my friend about his nice Audi parked outside. Oh, I said nice. my goodbyes and got the hell out of there. The next weekend, as my dad was about to go with his girlfriend, he told me, "No randomers in the house this time, please." Bloody mortified. <laughs> neither of us mentioned it to the. Uh, uh, neither of us has mentioned it to this day, seven years on. Stay fabulous, bloody love the podcast Hope this one gives you a giggle It (laughs) it gives me shame, big love (laughs) Oh Fucking hell
2: Ah, It's that old thing of like having sex In your parents' house, isn't it? It's so strange how like, oh I did it I had so much sex in my parents' house when I was In my 20s, didn't give a shit
1: No, I wouldn't be able to do it now though I know, what is that? I guess because you don't have an option It's just like, well that's just what you do yeah,
2: but even if we like had to move back and, you know, oh, stay no, up here, or a I'd something. be celibate. I wouldn't. I just couldn't do it now. I feel so disrespectful, but you just don't have it's not that, even that. It's just the
1: fear. It's the fear of them hearing, and yeah. I wouldn't ever really be able to enjoy it because I'd be terrified.
2: I can remember getting totally banged to hardcore, and my mum being <laughs> like, "Victoria, it's dinner time," and we're like, "Quick, quick, make me come, make me come." He's like, "Oh my god!" It's like, can you imagine the filth that went on in my bedroom, <laughs> and the fact that she didn't hear it, mate? No, I don't. I don't think she ever heard it And I had a bedroom At that time That was like right <laughs> On the main landing Of the upstairs Because I used to be in the attic And you could get away With bloody Oh yeah no, no one's going to hear attic. Anything up there I was smoking silk Cut out the window Every fucking day mate <laughs> And me bifters, we, they never knew anything Bit of bloody Get a bit of that impulse On the go I had no idea What was going on But yeah Then when I was in the in that Little room On the like Main landing Of the house It's like the cheek of it The absolute cheek
1: of the it The absolute gall oh,
2: I know But the fact that he had His back <laughs> in as well Oh God, Jesus That's what Christ. I was doing And we all know What Edith's personality is like Oh mate screen. You're fucked What would your rules be Like with your kids And having sex in the house
1: I Do you have, have any rules Do you have house rules <clears throat> Well like Take your plate out To the kitchen
2: yeah, that's that pretty will. much it. Ours is like, do not eat any food on my velvet sofa. I will throw. throw punch you. I will throw. Punch you. <laughs>
1: um, I think, like for me, I, I think it's really important that I'm like as open as possible about it, as much as it will kill me because they're my babies, and I know that I'll find that difficult. I really do remember and I've not lost the realization of the fact that kids are fucking horny and they will, they will literally have sex with food if they, if they can. So (laughs) if there's there's a goal, if there's a girl with a hole, they're definitely going to want to put it in. Um, And I think for me, it will always be about you need to be respectful Mm. Not just to the person That you're bringing home But you need to be respectful Of everyone else in this house Yeah And I don't don't want them Fucking in the field I don't want them also Growing up with this Massive like shame Or stigma around sex I want them to Have a healthy Relationship with sex So Like I wanted to Kind of try and support that While also Probably needing therapy For it That's fine. And walking in and even cups of teas, hobnobs and condoms. Yeah, I'd Never do that. I mean, we had a similar incident with, with Steve's dad, and a, yeah, I remember a, a that tube of tube of um, yeah. Pringles. But... Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so um, funny.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I just think that you've got to be you've got to be prepared for the fact that they're gonna want to fuck things. Yeah. True. Girl, boy, whatever. Banana skin, like <laughs> Banana <laughs> skin. So. that'd be so floppy. <laughs> I don't know if you get it just right. Yeah, I would, would be quite good. Uh, I mean, I don't have a penis to know, but uh,
2: I don't know. Oh, someone's tried that tonight, Laura. Yeah, that, that's the idea do. in their head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are your wow. house rules?
2: Um, yeah, we do have, like, you know, we're respectful of each other's privacy and bodies. That's yeah. probably That'll be yeah. it isn't it Yeah that's kind of it
1: really Including whoever you of. bring home Be respectful of them
2: Yeah And like um, My kids Their needs. Do, They're allowed to like Go they, If they say they need some alone time I, Yeah that's Absolutely fine, you know? yeah. And Oliver does that quite often He'll take himself upstairs And close his door And play on his own Yeah I'm Obviously in that and um, that's okay. That's healthy. So
1: I, I, I kind of say it's not a problem. It's not a problem. We will, we will support your needs.
2: Yeah, and saying I need some me time. So I say I need me time. I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah me so too. The fucking mummy. So do I. Yeah, fucking bastards. But do I get
1: any? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's been a pleasure, Vic. And you know what's really exciting? Let's end this on the fact that in two oh, yeah. days' time we get to see each other.
0: Yeah,
2: Laura's coming. I'm coming to, to London. Come into my fucking house, mate. Yeah. Oh, um, in fact, for a sexy rendezvous.
1: No, uh-huh. it's not.
2: If um, if anyone um has any suggestions of what me and Laura should get up
1: to whilst we're together, no sex,
2: no sex, obviously. But, but I mean, we, know. Uh,
1: you know, we've had our tits out together, and and we've been in close proximity. while Vic's tampon string dangled over my thigh, so. <laughs> the the um the bar oh, of what so is true. acceptable well, is pretty show. low for us so <laughs>
2: yeah but we'd like to do something I know together so well, we got will we're going to so like many videos hours. it's got to be a video uh, Steel images are dead absolutely aren't they oh trust me I've got some videos. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me get my tits out again
1: <laughs> why not oh mate I'm out then. <laughs>
2: I want to touch your boobies I'd quite like to see one of those like plank challenges. They look funny. I reckon we could I want do one the one, one where they go over. The yeah,
1: pet. obviously. Oh, mate, you're we've got on to the do bottom.
0: that.
1: <laughs> How fucking rude is that? But you're about 10 inches taller than me. No, you're saying that I'm heavier than you. You can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. That's why will, is, I say it. That's why I'm you saying... will be the one on the bottom. I'm weak.
0: I will me that bullshit
1: in an instant. Oh, this is—I'm I'm no, already. She's so definitely
2: trying those. There's I'm some, so those some really good ones of those. i was saying we do yeah. We've got to do we'll it. pull them but, together. Um, we'll pull them. Yeah, together. pop any suggestions and, into our DMs yeah, on um, on Instagram. Uh, and if you want to email us a story, an agony aunt, anything like that, you can email us at noholesbarredpodcast
1: at gmail.com Or what else come in do, Laura? They can go on over to our Instagram page and they can find us at noholesbarredpodcast and so on into our DMs. Um, and
2: as we mentioned You can still buy lube And you can get the Lilo Sona At, 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 at <laughs> Online Sex store At Um, And we shall see you all Next week See you next Tuesday See you next Tuesday darlings, darlings. Bye Bye, Bye. <laughs>